And where are the best? Well, not in politics, that's for sure. Times have changed, Your Eminence. Once politics was the only way our young men could climb out of the slums. Let us fight for a world of reason. A world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. I mean, if I don't know what you're up to, and if I, if I don't holler and scream when I think you're doing it wrong, and if I just mind my own business and don't vote or care, then I just get what I deserve. In the name of democracy, let us all unite! I'm Dennis Lambert, and I'm running for president. Well, I mentioned in the last podcast that I was going to boycott the Green Party convention, but unfortunately or fortunately, people got in touch with me and asked me to speak on their behalf if I wasn't going to speak for myself. And then I found out I was actually invited. So the people who watched the live event uh, noticed that I was cut off. So this podcast will include the entire statement that I was going to make at the Green Party convention. Uh, and I will um, go silent when I get to the point where they cut me off. So here's me reperforming my Green Party convention speech. I'm Dennis Lambert, and I'm running for president. It is true that I intended to boycott the convention due to rigging of the primaries and recognition requirements for the candidates running for the Green Party presidential nomination. Just as it is true that these allegations have evidence painting red the hands of these who have corrupted the process and violated the Green Party key values, grassroots democracy, social justice and equal opportunity, decentralization, feminism and gender equality, respect for diversity, and especially future focus. Aside from an immediate call for an Ethics and Morals Committee for the Green Party of the United States, I will not dwell on this issue any further. But rest assured, those who strive for self-interest and personal enrichment by using positions of leadership will soon find they have no followers, as the rest of the Green Party strives for the betterment of everyone. And this is a statement from one of my supporters, Carrie Napier. I registered to vote in 2008. At that point, and being from Generation X, who as young adults had zero interest in participating in voting, when I registered, I don't know if I was a Democrat or a Republican, or who was what and why. So I did my research and decided that the Green Party holds my values in local, state, government, and less big government. As a homestead, off-grid living lifestyle, I strive towards healing the environment. In the last few presidential elections, I voted for Jill Stein. And when I heard she was not running for this election, I did my research and came across your profile on the Green Party website. Reading over your policies and your stance on what is going wrong in our country, I decided that you stood for many of my personal opinions. Plus, I like that you have military experience and that you have a clear understanding of our Constitution. I feel you can get some real things done and cut the bullshit in Washington. And now a statement from Chad Wilson, presidential candidate. A long habit of not thinking a thing wrong gives it a superficial appearance of being right and will raise at first a formidable outcry in defense of custom, but the tumult soon subsides. Time makes more converts than reason. Thomas Paine I know that my methods have not been easy to digest. I understand that people feel as though I'm trying to tear down the party, but that's not the case. It's hard to acknowledge these problems within the party out of fear that if we talk about the elephant in the room, that it will push people away. But it's actually the opposite. People are leaving because we aren't transparent. We must engage people in the conversation. The Green Party is supposed to be a platform designed to show the world how to have our hard conversations. 
how to find common ground. We are supposed to be a place where people understand that we all have different experiences. Our diversity is our strength. Leadership is important. A coach would want to put their best player in at a game-winning moment. If we offer Ventura the nomination, it is a win-win for the party. If he runs, then we will get the White House and everything we've been fighting for. Even if he chooses not to run, then it would signal to the establishment and to the voters that we are fucking serious. Let's be above our own egos. Let's change the world today, not tomorrow, today. And this is a statement from Draft Jesse Movement. In this moment, I want to speak directly to those of you voting today, the delegates, and issue a plea. Our nation is on the verge of civil war as the people remain unrepresented, and we have less than 12 years to drastically change our relationship to the environment or the world will suffer. There are millions of disenfranchised voters out there who are lost, and thousands of them have already begun flowing into the party with one goal in mind, drafting Governor Jesse Ventura. There have been nearly 10,000 supporters from across the country calling for the governor to be nominated that have signed a petition, and that group includes newly registered Greens, independents, and longtime Green Party members. Many of these people were denied a right to vote in various Green primaries due to undemocratic registration downlines, hidden primaries where only a handful of members voted, and states who rejected the Green Party U.S.'s commitment to allowing write-in candidates. Ventura's initial exploratory committee was sabotaged. Many of the same people who were implicated in the corruption and rigging of elections were involved. It's clear that Andrea Quaylar, Brandon Phillips, and Michael O'Neill, and others colluded to draft Howie Hawkins as insiders, yet box out the possibility of a grassroots draft movement choosing Governor Ventura or any unapproved nominee. Despite these pressures, the Draft Jesse movement that formed generated enough support secured the governor delegates and the right to speak and be considered for the nomination. Our Green Party values, grassroots democracy, and we owe the people's will a legitimate consideration not to box them out with arbitrary procedural rules. The Green Party's history is intertwined with draft movements. The Ralph Nader draft of 1996 was the Greens' first move into national politics, and the party chose Nader despite him refusing to run on the party platform or actively campaign in the general election. Our party recognized that Nader's influence would generate more interest in the party and drafted him. Now we have a potential to nominate Governor Ventura, who has far more influence, has already endorsed the party platform, and has a track record of winning against the two major parties. It would be irresponsible for us to not at least offer him the nomination. Just look at the energy his expression of interest alone has attracted to the party. Polling showed the governor reaching 18% versus Trump and Biden without even being an official candidate. With numbers like that, the party would be on a fast track to getting into the debate stage and possibly even winning the presidency in November. Even if the governor didn't win, the potential for the party to establish ballot access across all 50 states and matching federal funding would allow the party to move beyond repetitive petitioning work and focus on running as many candidates as possible in as many races as possible. Now is the key time to open the door for a greener America. That is why I am calling on the delegates to exercise their right to vote as faithless electors in defiance of the skewed primary results. Party rules are only binding if they are accepted as norms, they aren't laws. The rules of this convention are undemocratic and exclude many voices. Our party cannot stay true to its grassroots origins and continue this way. 
If you as a delegate think the results of this primary do not represent the best interests of the country, the party, and most importantly, the people, you do not have to endorse them. I ask that the delegates cast their votes as faithless electors and instead vote for none of the above and bring the convention to a second round of voting where all candidates can be considered, including Governor Ventura. That's the entire statement that had we actually been allowed some equal time during the convention had there been not a manipulation of uh, Michael O'Neill, who is Howie Hawkins' communication chair and is was also in charge of the uh, setup and monitoring of the Green Party convention online. Ignore that. That doesn't mean that the party rigged the election for Howie Hawkins. That's it for this week. Hopefully I'll be um, giving you some new information here in the next week or so. I'm Dennis Lambert, and I'm running for president. No spoilers. <laughs>